This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is Coach Charlie, Charles Melton, ASE certified master technician. I'm Liz Gell. Hello, Coach Charlie. Well, how are you doing today? The weather's changed. It has. We went, we winterized our car. We cause, did. Because winter kind of showed up. Once again, I had to put on a jacket to go walk you, the dogs. You see, I'm in long sleeves this morning. Oh, I think that's a, that's a sign that winter's here if Coach Charlie's got on long pants and long sleeves. <laughs> We're going to talk about your car warranty today, or if you need to get a vehicle warranty. Okay, but before we even start, I'm going to go ahead and just read from Kelly Blue Book, which is kbb.com, which is a really good website that has just tons of information of lots of different things. But anyway, they said... According to the Federal Communications Commission, auto warranty robocalls are the most common telephone scam in America. The agency receives more complaints about extended car warranty scams than any other subject. Simply put, never respond to an auto call about a car warranty unless you placed the car. Scammers may even know what type of vehicle you drive. In some states, that information is public and easy to obtain. But no reputable car warranty company will ever call you to offer you a plan. And that's all we need to say about the scam phone calls. <laughs> Otherwise, we could do a whole show that's right. just on that. All right, so we are talking about car warranties. So when you get a brand-new brand new car, which some, some people get, what kind of warranties might come with a brand-new car? Well, when you talk about warranties, a warranty is where you can take your vehicle back to the manufacturer and they will fix it free. But when you get a new car, there could be either way from a three-year to a five-year 50,000-mile bumper-to-bumper, or it could be a 36,000-mile bumper-to-bumper. It's according to what the warranty warranty of the company has. Then you have your powertrain warranty. They go up to some companies 250,000 miles or six years or 10 years. And then you have your uh, corrosion warranty, like your paint up to here, 100,000 miles, sometimes a five-year unlimited warranty, no matter how many miles you put on it. So there's a, according to what manufacturer it is, that is what they're going to determine how many miles and how many years that you can get new on that new car yeah so it sounds like there could be five separate kinds of warranties yes and that's five separate types of things that they cover what do warranties usually not cover uh warranties usually don't cover just regular maintenance of wear and tear just like if your brake pads wear out your tires wear out your uh different things that you should take care of on preventive maintenance now, one of the things they, some places might have a, a, a service contract where that would pay for regular maintenance, but that's kind of, that's kind of something different. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, service contracts out there right now that will give you like two years uh, free maintenance. Uh, that means they're going to change your oil, rotate your tires. Right. That's what they're going to do for two years. All right. Hey folks. We are talking about vehicle warranties. Our email address for questions is auto at mpbonline.org. 
before we get back into more of the kind of warranties that might come with a new car, who needs an extended warranty? If you're going to keep your vehicle a lot for many years, then you may want to extend warranty because maintenance costs do cost quite a bit of money on there. So it's just according to how long you're going to keep the car and what type of car you got. So if you have kind of a junker, you might, it would, or if you had a super expensive car is there one it's better to get a warranty on or the other i think you need to weigh out the cost of that extended contract because the extended contracts can be from 2500 to 5000 dollars according to what type of extended contract you get so this is one of those where you have to read the paperwork. That's right. <laughs> read the paperwork. Know what the, that fine print. Darn it. Okay, so let's back up. Let's talk about uh, if you get a brand new, a bumper-to-bumper, that's called a comprehensive warranty. That is a bumper-to-bumper. I mean, bumper. They cover everything, but once again, they do not cover the regular wear and tear of the car. All right. Now, all the cars, like the battery manufacturer, the tire manufacturers, they all have warranties on their products. So once again, you could go back to them as well on some of these warranties. Now, if you do a bumper to bumper, that means it's going to cover anything mechanical or defective in that vehicle. It doesn't matter if it's the air conditioner, the radio, the tail lights. It covers the engine, transmission, everything. And so a powertrain uh, that might extend longer past a, a comprehensive or bumper-to-bumper. What all is included in a powertrain? If you think about a powertrain warranty, that's going to be the engine, the transmission, and the axles. Okay, and like I say, Ford has, I, I like their powertrain warranty, is five years, 60,000 miles for a powertrain warranty. And that means if anything goes wrong that's defective in that transmission or in the engine, They'll take care of it, but you always got to say that. But if they can find that you were negligent in any way, they will not cover it. Oh, and this is what, when I was looking at stuff, this is what that got me. A lot of times the trucks or the SUVs or the off-road vehicles, if you take them off-road, it'll void their warranties. If you get water in the transmission because you're going four-wheeling off-road, they will not... uh, honor that warranty now you gotta understand too when you start doing these warranties if you alter anything on a new vehicle they're not liable whatsoever the manufacturer is no longer liable because you altered the vehicle yeah i know i i'm not one for decorative or pimping out or i don't know what the new what the term what the kids are calling it these days for flashy dressing up your vehicle but if you you know changing the wheels that can cause a problem with a warranty if it's not uh, a wheel that could go on that vehicle if uh, like say we got chips that we're putting into the vehicles and the diesel engines and the uh, gasoline engines you got chips you're raising them up six eight ten inches the the, uh, manufacturer will not pay for it so but it is good if you would go to the dealership and you get all of that done from the dealership they will warranty it. Oh, okay. But if you go aftermarket, they will not warranty it. All right. So this is where you you know you have to weigh your options and read that fine print. Read that fine print. <laughs> spend that money. Uh, 
a corrosion warranty? Is that anything anybody in Mississippi ever has, or is that mostly from salt on snow in the north? It's probably mainly up north where it's salt on the snow and where it rusts a lot up there. Uh, and then you think about corrosion warranty, you know, if you look at a lot of vehicles out there, they lose that clear coat. If it's within uh, 50,000 miles or 100,000 miles, according to what it is, they'll take care of that as well. I think it's hilarious. I've seen vehicles that have wraps, you know, the, the paint. It's not a paint. It's a wrap that they put on it that makes it look like there's rust or mud or right. something on it. <laughs> and you can just get that naturally without paying for it. <laughs> now, I- Go ahead. I was going to talk about, there's one that a lot of people don't understand, emission warranty. Yeah, tell me about that one. Emission warranty deals with anything, the catalytic converter, the oxygen sensors, the EVAP system, anything that deals with cutting it on the pollution. Now, that's an 80,000-mile warranty on most every new vehicle out there. And, you know, we get a lot of uh, check engine codes where the insignificant airflow or the catalytic converter stopped up. And a lot of people just go out and buy another catalytic converter and don't even think about it. But the manufacturer will take care of that because it's 80,000 miles or 10 years. And some of them are eight years, 80,000 miles. Folks, if you need some uh, light reading before bed, (laughs) before you go to bed, go get your owner's manual and maybe just read a little couple of pages before bed each night because there's so much information in your owner's manual that uh, would help you with your car. That's right. If you think about uh, maybe on the next uh, segment, we'll talk about extended warranties. When people get extended warranties, what they're used for and how and what they cost. Excellent. Excellent. If you have a question, we would love for Coach Charlie to address it. Send your emails to auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about vehicle warranties. Is your car under recall? We've got a list of ones that are. You are listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit and Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. 
are listening to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie. Charles Melton, I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more AutoCorrect, I hope you'll find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio, Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. So here are the recalls for the week. We, once again, more some more older Volvos. 2001 to 2007 B70s and XC70s wagons have a faulty airbag inflator. Ram 2021 through 22, 2500 and 3500 HD pickups, and also some other chassis cabs that have the Cummins 6.7 liter turbo diesel engine are recalled for a fire risk. And Ram advises that owners not park those vehicles inside. But I bet if the, some of those trucks, if they're too big, they're not going to fit inside anybody's garage unless they've got a new garage that's extra big. Anyway, you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recall, and inputting that VIN, or just download their Safer Car app. Make sure your VIN is already in there, and then you'll be notified if there's anything that pops up. We're talking about warranties, but we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. Coach Charlie, remind everybody, if you have a recall, it's kind of like a warranty because that means you do not have to fix it. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to pay (laughs) pay for it. That is a recall. Uh, Now, they do have TSBs as well, and those are technical service bulletins, and there is a difference. Uh, A lot of times when a manufacturer knows there's something wrong with the vehicle, they may have a technical service bulletin put out there, and they haven't recalled that vehicle yet. But sooner or later, they may get around, especially if it's a safety factor, they'll get around and fixing it and recalling all those vehicles like Toyota and General Motors and all them did with airbags. All right. So, folks, you know, check to see if if you've got a problem with your car. Probably everybody else had one, too. And maybe there's a recall on it, and then you can get that fixed for free. Let's go to the phones, and we'll talk to TJ in Kosciuszko. TJ, I love it that you called in. What can uh, Coach do for you today on AutoCorrect? Coach, I'm restoring an old uh, truck. It's a 1966 International R one ninety. Okay, that's a that's a hum day, huh? That is. <laughs> I always like those old international trucks. So, yeah, this is a, a fifth wheel small semi truck, and I'm turning it in, into a pickup truck. But anyway, I pulled the, the first thing I've done. I pulled the starter off of it and rebuilt it, and it's working great on the bench. And I restabbed it, and I'm wondering if I stabbed it wrong. It's it, it's a four lug starter, and I'm wondering if I if I stabbed it off center because it's it's spinning but it's not engaging the flywheel. Well, does That's that a one does that one have uh, shims that may hold the starter away from the housing in order for it to go in and out of the flywheel? Now there are no, some. It, no, I, I pulled the starter. It had no shims, and that starter weighs about 45 pounds. That thing is heavy. I had to use a chain hoist to get it out and put it back in. 
Oh, the, I just, it's I only just, four bolts that hold it on, and the, you can't uncenter it. It's going to be centered when you put it back to those bolt holes. Unless, I didn't, yeah, I, di- I didn't scribe it. Well, there's really only sure. one way you can put that starter on any starters because uh, the housing's going to hit. Um, but on there, I would just try to make sure that the uh, Bendix, it's throwing the Bendix out and it's hitting the uh, flywheel itself. Yeah, you, I pulled it. I, I, yeah, I, I removed it and, and rebuilt it, and it was it was the Bendix was kicking good, and I put it back in, but I didn't scribe it. But it's a four lug, not a three lug. You, you can, I think you can get it off. Uh, if it's just round, yeah, because those uh, solenoids and all were on the firewall at that time. So that was probably just a round starter on there. So you may have it off. You just need to look and see. Um, take the starter back off and look and see where your uh, offset is. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, appreciate you calling. I'll send you a picture of it when I'm done with it. I'm putting a pickup bed on it, making a pickup out of a semi-truck. Oh, that'll be neat. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Thanks, TJ. Remember, our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. We'd love to see pictures. Okay, in in two sentences or less, Coach Charlie, what does stabbed it mean? Uh, all he did was just stick the starter up there and bone it back up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to Biloxi. Craig is on the line. Craig, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Yeah, mine is a warranty question. I was wondering if the uh, warranties have arbitration clauses, and if you can if you can fight their denial. And where do you go to file if you want to file something for that? Well, that's a good thing. What you can do on that is I'll give you a good example. Uh, years ago, I had a new Chevrolet pickup truck that had a uh, wind noise and transmission leak, and they never could fix the wind noise. And they bought that vehicle back with eighteen thousand miles after I went through arbitration. And then you go to arbitration, you go to the back of the book of the owner's manual, and there is a place in there that gives you all the information about arbitration for the different manufacturers. Okay. Uh, is, is, if, you, if you didn't want to go through arbitration, and is that on the warranty itself? Uh, or if you buy – how about these companies that sell warranties? Uh, can, are they in-state, or do they have brick-and-mortar buildings and stuff? Or well, just don't deal with them? I just wouldn't deal with them because I was telling uh, Liz this morning that I saw something on the TV about one that had an ELF rating on it, and I, I just wouldn't deal with those extended warranties from uh, if it's not from the dealership. Okay, okay, just dealership only. Okay. Right. Okay, that, that's it. Thank you. You're welcome. Very good to know. Let's go to Brandon because he's called – called to Eric in Brandon because he's called in. Eric, what's your comment or question for Coach Charlie today? Okay. Uh, so, you know, you I, I, I missed the first part of the um, radio station. You said that CV axles, they are part of the powertrain warranty. Uh, part of the axles, uh, the drive axles, the transmission, and the engine itself. That is powertrain. Now, a lot of times you're gonna you're gonna have a busted boot or something like that. Uh, if it's under the original warranties, they're gonna replace that. But what they're gonna a lot of people are gonna say you hit something toward the boot. You see where I'm coming from on that? So you have to be very careful on when you start trying to get them to replace CV axles. 
Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for calling in. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. Questions or pictures. We'd love to see what you're up to. We're talking vehicle warranties between your car repair questions. What's in the news? I'll tell you next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. I'm Scott Simon. If you've raised children, you know the best way to address fear is with truthful information, calmly and comfortingly delivered. That's what NPR News always tries to do in times of crisis, too. That old car in your driveway can actually help us. By donating it to this station, you'll turn your car into more solid information brought to you by voices you trust. Here's how. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Coach Charlie, Charles Melton, retired from Clinton High School's Automotive Technical Program, is our host. I'm Liz Gill. Man, we hope that you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. So in addition to listening to our show on the app, you can click that support button and make a contribution. Contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and for others to enjoy Thank you so much for your contributions last week during our drive to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. So, Coach, we got some comments. We got Mary J. from Ridgeland said, I love MPB and public TV. And Charles D. from Brookhaven said, NPR has some great shows, and I am proud of Mississippi is the state of giving. And we got over $1,000 last Thursday during this hour and over $200 last Saturday on great. this hour. And uh, that uh, we're really excited that people who listen to AutoCorrect want to keep AutoCorrect on the air and become MPB members. Appreciate that. Remember, AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. So in the news, I, I, I know you're a you're a, a car and a diesel guy. Uh, how do you, I don't know how you feel about RVs, but the RV industry set a new all-time high for the number of RVs shipped in any previous month in any previous quarter in September of 2021. I just think uh, since lumber and all went up on houses, maybe they're just using them to ride around and live in. Yeah, well, <laughs> that uh, we we rented a our, we flew to New Mexico and rented an RV to go out to a state park that had no hotel, and we wanted to stay there for a couple of nights. And so got an RV. That was great. That yeah. was so fantastic. But you know, I think. RVs are kind of like boats. The The best day is the day you buy it, and the best day is the day, the you, day sell you sell it. it. That's it. <laughs> if you don't get the use out of it, it sits there and uh, just deteriorates. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are made kind of cheap. That's so, right. But anyway, that's that's a whole. We'll do another RV show sometime. Another day. But let's go to Biloxi and talk to Carol. Carol, we're so glad that you've called in to AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question for Coach Charlie? 
this is Carol from, from uh, Escataba. Escataba, love it. Carol, we're glad that you've called in. What's your comment or question for Coach Charlie? Uh, I have a question. I have a 2016 Ford Fusion, and my uh, windshield washer mechanism just stopped working. I don't know, is that a part of a, a warranty, or do I need to take it to the man of, to the uh, Ford dealership and get it get it done, get it fixed? So the first thing I do is look in my owner's manual and see what the warranty on that particular vehicle is, how long is the bumper-to-bumper warranty, how many years, how many miles, and did you get an extended warranty when you bought the vehicle? Because if you did, it could still be under warranty. Yes, ma'am. Okay, because it has up to 75,000 miles. Uh, like 40-something now. Yeah, you always want to think about the years, too. They always put a, if it goes over the years, so if it had a 75,000-mile warranty on it, that's probably like a five-year warranty on that or maybe even a six-year warranty. So it's, it would still, sounds like to me, it would still be in warranty, and that is a part that they would take care of. Okay, bumper-to-bumper, right? Right. Well, we thank you so much. Yay, Carol. We appreciate that. So if Carol was the first owner or if she wasn't, uh, can you f- use your VIN to find out when the car was made or when it was sold? Or Well, you, the 10th digit in that VIN number tells you what year that vehicle was made. Mm-hmm. And uh, then on the door, it will have what month, okay, oh. uh, what year it was made. Now, when you talk about warranties, they are transferable especially if they're manufacturer warranties that you still just say if you had a 50,000 mile warranty for a year and it only had 25,000 miles on it in two more years, that would be transferable to the next uh, owner of the vehicle. A lot of people don't know that as well. But the extended warranty can be canceled and get their money back. Oh, okay. Say, Say if the owner, the first owner wanted to cancel that extended warranty, they could cancel it and as long as it wasn't over the regular warranty. And that would be a warranty that you had paid for additionally that you weren't just given freebie. Right. Okay. And then uh, standard warranties cost anywhere from 1700 to $4,000. It's according, once again, if you can afford uh, to fix the car, expenses of the car without having one of those extended warranties. And I guess that's just things you have to to weigh. Do warranties have deductibles? Extended warranties that are not manufacturers, yes. Okay. Okay, like these third-party warranty uh, companies, they do always have some type of deductible, $100, $500, according to what what kind of contract you got. Yeah, we were just talking on Money Talks about health care and everyone signing up for health care, and you have to decide, do you want to pay more on premiums and less on deductible or more on deductible and less on premiums and I guess that's the same thing and or if you want to just bank that money that you would pay for a warranty to have in reserve in case you need uh mechanical work done right like a uh, health account you'd have a car account there you go but now you want to think about too these third-party warranties just say if you had a four-year, 50,000-mile warranty on a car, a lot of times those extended warranties pick right up in there. They're not going to give you 200,000 miles extra. They're only going to give you up to that vehicle says 200,000 miles. Here's one that has a 15-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Okay, well, the dealership gave you 75,000 or whatever miles 
well, the aftermarket's only going to go up to 200000 so did you really get the same warranty that you bought? No. Okay. Uh, you know, we talked earlier about if you change some of your parts, you could void the warranty. You know, when we lived in Chicago, they said if you put a snowplow, you know, on the front of your truck, that could void the warranty. And I guess also if you race your car. If you race your car, if you use your car for transportation, there's a lot of different things that will avoid that warranty. If you use it for commercial, uh, Ooh, that would warrant Uber the board. Eats yes. and if you, DoorDash. Yeah, anything like that. A lot of those things will avoid that warranty because it's not just for you. And that's oh. how. So you need to be very careful of what uh, what you're doing with your car when you buy it. Ooh. We're talking about extended warranties today. You can email us your questions, auto at mpbonline.org. And towing. You know, if you don't, uh, the that little metal thing on the door that that tells you where your air pressure is, that also tells you how much you can tow. Right. And some of these places, I understand, if you tow more than you're supposed to, that can void your warranty. Void the warranty, mess up the transmission. Now, a lot of the warranties uh, from a manufacturer all come with towing. They come with gasoline delivery. They come, you have some extra perks with those warranties, so... And the but the the recalls that's not really a warranty and those recalls don't ever expire is that right? Well, how recalls work? They will send you out letters mm-hmm. and they'll they'll try to contact the first owner. Then they'll try to find out where that vehicle is and you can always take it back because what it is is a safety recall most of the time. Okay, and you mentioned about the warranties some or the the manufacturer warranties do they transfer to new owners if it's still within the the time frame from the the manufacturer well yeah you talk about uh certified vehicles and non-certified vehicles if you got a certified vehicle i know there are that some warranties are better on certified vehicles than they are new vehicles oh my goodness tell me about that well, I know for a fact that I know you could go to Mercedes and you can buy a certified vehicle and you would get five years unlimited miles. If you buy a brand new Mercedes, you're going to get four years, 50,000 miles. Ooh, okay. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mobile and talk to John. John, thanks for calling in to co- talk to Coach Charlie. What's your comment or question? Uh, thank you, Liz, for taking my call. Um, I wanted to change the topic a little bit to ask Charlie about uh, estimates. Uh, I just got my car back from the uh, mechanic, and the charges were like two-plus times uh, what I had expected. But um, I wanted to ask Coach Charlie, how do you get a reasonable or firm estimate on what the repairs should be? I knew what I wanted the mechanic to do and i'm you know after all the talk and the palaver and the waiting i'm not sure that uh what i wanted done was actually done um i haven't had need to get um the car the cars i've owned fixed very often they've usually been good ones but this one was something that i bought sort of in distress and uh, over time, the things that were going to go wrong have gone wrong. And because of the market now, I couldn't get rid of it, didn't feel I could get rid of it and buy a new one or a much newer one. Uh, it's a 2001. So um, 
how did, uh, it, I'll put it this way. My, the estimate that I was given was the final bill. <laughs> <laughs> how do you get an estimate on repairs for a car? Well, the first thing you need to do is find your reputable mechanic a technician that will take care of you. I always say that technicians are like doctors. When you find a good one, you keep them. But the thing is, first of all, you got to understand how much you were paying for hour per hour. Uh, all dealerships and all uh, uh, shops. shops have a uh, different price prices they're going to charge you. And they usually go by flat rate, and flat rate is where – they have a book that says this is how much it's going to cost. So if they change your spark plugs, just say they're going to change your spark plugs. It's going to cost. It takes two hours. They're going to get paid for two hours regardless. Okay, that's if they're on the on a flat rate. But if you find your reputable uh, technician or a reputable shop, take it to tell them exactly what you want done, and they can give you an itemized. Uh, uh, written out uh, itemized list before you get the job done and you just tell them what you didn't want done or what you wanted done. But you have to know what you want done. Yeah, just say if you wanted your spark plugs changed, what did you have done to the vehicle? Uh, struts and brakes. Uh, both were making noise. Okay. Uh, and mostly in the front. Okay, did they say that, did you tell them brake pads or did you just tell them to fix it? Well, I wanted him to investigate what the cause was. I was pretty sure that the uh, brakes were grinding against the rotor, so maybe I needed one rotor on the passenger side, but it makes no sense just to change one rotor. I, would you say that? I would have changed both rotors, yes. Yeah. Uh, so that, that would have gotten rid of the grinding that appeared in certain cases. And then the, uh, the struts were in the front. I think it was the struts that were rattling. It sounded like, you know, an object inside a shoebox being right. shaken back and forth. Um, and uh, the car was handling badly, so I knew that was not safe, and it was probably going to wear out the tires early and the handling and all that. Well, this uh, is what a lot of people do. Uh, John, they go in there and they tell the shop what they want done and then the shop does exactly what they want done and then a lot of times what is getting done may not be the problem you know so you got to be careful about that too of anybody going in and telling them shop when i was teaching i always told the customers and the students that if somebody tells you what they want done that's usually what you're going to do and then when they come back and say well you didn't fix it well yeah you did you did exactly what they told you to do so you want to be careful about that i would just say main thing find you a reputable shop and go from there okay okay appreciate right. you calling john thank you thank you thank you john uh coach let's go to this email from uh sheila she purchased a 2014 passat last year so she got a 2014 in 2020 under the guise it would come with additional warranties for two years okay the, under the guise that's kind of worrisome at this juncture i have lost confidence in its performance because during a recent visit to multiple dealerships no resolve has been determined about the flashing coolant light i'm currently driving around with coolant in my front seat out of fear of damage being design, done resulting in voiding the company's warranties and oh yeah she bought the passat in south uh in I get South VW South Charlotte, so I wonder if we you know she has a 
601 phone number, so that's Mississippi. VW South Charlotte, I'm guessing, is North Carolina. Uh, she bought it out of state. Okay, so so let's let's go through some of these things. Under the guise it would come with additional warranties. So the first thing you need to do that. Did you have in writing that it had a two-year warranty? Because most older vehicles are going to have on the window sold as is no warranty. The only way you would have got an extra warranty on that is that you bought it at the time with the vehicle or the dealership paid for that warranty at the time with the vehicle. But you should have paperwork with that. And so if you get a warranty from VW South Charlotte or you get a warranty from... Ford Vicksburg, or you get a warranty from uh, Nissan Grenada, do you have to get that repair done at that shop? No, you can go to any manufacturer. Oh, any manufacturer. Okay. The manufacturer of that vehicle, any dealership, they if it's a Ford dealership and that's where the warranty came from, they will fix it. Oh, okay. All right. So she's talking about a flashing coolant light, so she's driving around with coolant in case she needs to do it. Uh, so I, I guess she doesn't want to get it. She hasn't been able to get it repaired, and she's worried. She doesn't feel like she can take it anywhere else. Uh, what? How would you steer her in the right direction on this? Well, the first thing, the coolant lights on, you have low coolant. That means that you're leaking coolant somewhere. It could be a hose. It could be uh, the radiator. It could be anything that where the coolant travels through. But the thing is, you're going to have to get the coolant fixed because— you're going to be out on the highway, and it's going to bust, and you're going to have cooling all over the place, and you're going to burn the engine up. And then the first thing is that the dealership, if they are going to fix it, they're going to say, well, how long have you been riding around with the coolant leaking? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, uh, Sheila, I hope you uh, this has answered some of your questions. I hope you're able to get that fixed because I think you need to get that fixed. Yes. <laughs> We are discussing vehicle warranties and taking your repair questions. You can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up. It's a Supra. Oh, oh, Coach, you need to go to the website and look at this video because it is a fancy-looking car at a reasonable price, or at least that's what Casey says. Go look at it. <laughs> this is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. Well, this week we're driving the Toyota Supra, a Japanese icon that's engineered in Germany. And you may think that's kind of strange, but the Supra and the BMW Z4 were actually co-developed together. And it works out good for both cars, but especially the Supra. So you get this tight little short wheelbase sports car, handles really well, but you also get a coupe and a hatchback so you can get some luggage in it. The interior is just pure BMW. It's really high quality, really well laid out. It's got their iDrive system. 
all the crash avoidance systems plus adaptive cruise control, get heated front seats. Underneath the hood, we went ahead and got the turbocharged inline six, also a BMW engine, delivers 382 horsepower, and it still gets 22 miles per gallon in the city, 30 on the highway. If you don't want to spend quite as much money or don't need to go zero to 60 in four seconds, you can get the base turbocharged four-cylinder with 255 horsepower. So all this comes at a pretty affordable price for what this car is. The Supra starts at $43,000. This one all in, you're looking at $56,780. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is AutoCorrect. But if you've missed any of our program, that you can listen to that whole show on our website, autocorrect.com mpbonline.org autocorrect is heard on mpb think radio thursdays at 10 a.m with a replay saturdays at 11 our expert is coach charlie charles melton ase certified master technician i am liz gill and let's go to the great state of mississippi and talk to ted ted thanks for calling into autocorrect today what uh, can uh, coach charlie's what direction can he steer you in Hey, I, I um, I'm just curious if he's had any experience with the uh, infamous Buick Enclave. I um, I have one of those. I uh, recently got rid of it because it sort of crapped out. But I have an '09 Enclave car. It was beautiful. I mean, it was, I think the best looking SUV ever built. And it was comfortable and cushy. Had all the you know goodies. You know, heated, cooled seats and everything, and double moon roofs. But that thing was just a nightmare. I, I had to fix everything. We constantly spent money on it. Uh, we had to have the transmission replaced, the uh, front, you know, struts, brakes, CV axles. I mean, it was just one thing after another. The car, all sorts of sensors and other weird stuff that dealers couldn't even figure out. Some kind of bizarre thing had happened because the gas tank pressure when you release the gas tank lid it wouldn't start for 15 or 20 minutes and then it would start and run fine i mean it just it was a nightmare and and uh i have a friend who has one this was an 09 model friend got a 2014 and he bought one of those warranties you're talking about and he had a 50 dollars deductible and he said before he got rid of the car just about a year not quite a year ago they spent seventeen thousand dollars the warranty company fixing that car 
and he just paid his fifty dollar deductible every time. I said, "Man, you you made the right move on the uh, on the enclave. You have any experience with that that defect that's in those enclaves?" Well, just like uh, any other uh, manufactured car, it's according if it was one of the first ones come out. You know, I never like to buy a car when it's uh, first comes out because the bugs are not worked out of it. Out of it, but uh, it's like any others. You know, you're talking about transmissions. Ford had transmissions that were bad between 2006 and 2009. General Motors had bad transmissions. It was just a rash of a lot of different cars out there that um, were using new technology, and by them using different technology. They had to work the bugs out of it. Yeah, I've seen that in, in consumer reports. You know, they'll they'll usually uh, hold off on the on the brand new ones because they're like, you know, you you you, you got to work the bugs out. You know, uh, I've heard them say that. But this thing had just a ridiculous amount of uh, issues. I mean, it's just always constantly something. And I've I've seen people that have the same motor, like in a in a Traverse, that have describing the issues they're having. I said, yeah, I can tell you exactly what's going on there because I've been there and done that. I did most of the work myself. Right. I mean, had timing chains. This, this car had three timing chains, and they would stretch, uh, not break, but stretch, and then would get out of time, and so it would run, but just run well. And uh, he said, well, your timing chains are stretched. So I had to you know, tear the entire engine apart and replace the timing chains. And then eventually it was I was on the highway coming home from a funeral, and it just completely you know blew up and and uh, when the mechanic took the oil pan off he said it was bits of metal you know in the oil pan so this one's all done it's just come all uh, apart so, on you well like i say so I, I hate that you I, had that oh, problem but you oh do see that God. out there well ted if you are interested uh the our, what our buddy auto casey that you can find on youtube he did a video uh, two months ago on the 2021 buick no that's an envision not an enclave ah okay my bad anyway <laughs> ted thanks so much for calling in um one quick thing uh coach we did get an email from joe that uh let's ask it's it's a super quick one for a car that isn't driven many miles should the oil get changed once per year twice per year or on the mileage interval even though it may take two years to drive that many miles i would at least change it once a year because it's sitting up it um it absorbs water and moisture down into the crankcase so i'd at least change it once a year if it didn't have the miles on it and we talked when we were talking about winterizing we decided this was probably a really good time to, to change, actually yes. change your oil all right cynthia from oxford let's get you as our last caller today what's your comment or question for coach charlie well i was just going to say i've got a chevy volt which is a plug-in hybrid i love it it's a 2018 um but i have heard that there's some bottlenecks with um repair people being trained on the electric vehicles and I'm wondering if um, if there's any thoughts about incentives for mechanics to learn more about the EVs. Ooh, that's interesting. Thanks, Cynthia. With all warranty work with uh, dealerships, you have to be certified. As a matter of fact, if a dealer does not have uh, a certified technician on that particular vehicle, they cannot service that vehicle. So you need to understand that. So they are doing more incentives, more training. Uh, each uh, manufacturer has training facilities for that, for their technicians to learn more about those electric vehicles. Great. Thanks, Cynthia. Uh, Coach, we only have a, a minute left. 
I don't know about your neighborhood. I think my neighborhood's doing trick-or-treating on Saturday. So everybody need to watch out for those little kiddos as you're driving around. All of those spooky kids running around. Be careful. That's right. Sunday, too. So, And I bet their party's Friday night. Yes. So <laughs> everybody watch out for all the little kids running around. Well, there's a lot of people doing trunk-or-treat this year. Um, so I know a lot of churches doing trunk-or-treat instead of trick-or-treat. Yes. Okay, that reminds me, last year, it was before, we, we gave folks some time before Halloween, so I think it was uh, earlier in October, we did a show talking about decorating your cars. There's some pictures of trunk or treat ideas on our autocorrect podcast, so look for that. Folks need to be careful if they're driving around with their cars decorated, right? Oh, yes. So make sure you're able to see out those windows and all. Yes. That's right. So the, it can be fun, but you need to uh, be careful. Safety, safety, lots of t- all the all the time, and especially during Halloween. Yes. Thank you, folks, for your contributions uh, last week during our drive. We, uh, you know, we say, we say thank you, but we really, truly mean it. This c- coach is a volunteer here. Man, I'm so excited that he, he stepped up at, to help us all. And we need other our listeners to step up, too, to help us out. That's going to wrap us up for today's autocorrect. Kevin Farrell helped and stepped up on us for today to be our engineer and Java Chapman man. Java, Java does everything. Java's man, Java, 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 Java. For Coach Charlie Charles Melton, Master Technician, I'm Liz Gill. Thank you so much for listening to Autocorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.